Welcome to the podcast for the First United Methodist Church, located in Round Rock, Texas. This week, through the story of Nicodemus, Pastor Brad Britton talks to us about what it is to be born again. Pastor Britton also talks to us about the Bible verse John 3.16 and God's intent to include every single person in this world. For God so loved the world. Now the world means everybody, right? Last time I checked, everybody. No distinctions. God's grace is available for everyone. No matter what country, no matter anybody. We, we can just get narrower and narrower and narrower until even ourselves are excluded from the kingdom of God. Everything he said that first night was true. Even the part about being born again. It can happen to you, it can happen to me, and it certainly happens as we share this table together, the bread and the wine, the reminder of God's love for us. When I was a kid watching NFL football, you would always see these posters behind the goalpost, and there was a particular verse you'd see often. What was that verse? John 3.16. Now, if you're a Cowboys fan this past year, that's the last place you'd want it, right in the middle. You'd actually do two posters, one on the left and the right, because that's generally where the ball would end up with the kicker. I actually got booed at the 8.30 service for that, and I said, well, it was true. Did you see the games? Uh, So John 3.16, it just sticks out. Uh, Don't you feel sorry for John 3.15 and John 3.17? I mean, they just missed it by a verse. It's kind of like Psalm 22 and Psalm 24 right around Psalm 23. You know, Psalm 22 and Psalm 24 could form a support group with John 3.15 and John 3.17. But there it is, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him... Uh, may not perish, but have eternal life. Beautiful verse. But as with any scripture, you need to read it in context to really understand uh, what it means. And this, uh, this verse was not just this verse on an island. It was a part of a larger narrative. Uh, it began in John 3 with a guy named Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, and he was a ruler of the Jews, it said. So he, that meant that he was in the Sanhedrin. Now, the Sanhedrin was a body of religious leaders, there were 70 of them, that uh, had religious jurisdiction over the, the Jewish faith. So he was way up there in, in the religious world uh, at that time. And so for him to come see Jesus was a big deal. And that's probably why he went at night. Didn't want anyone to see that he was going to have a conversation about faith with this traveling rabbi. So he shows up at night, comes to Jesus, and uh, he starts off with a complimentary phrase. You ever have somebody have a conversation with you and they they compliment you at first, and the way they do it, you're like, okay, what's next, right? So he, he starts off, he says, we know that you are a teacher from God, for no one can do the miraculous signs that you're doing. And And Nicodemus, no doubt, had a plan for how the conversation would go from there. But then Jesus flipped it on him, and and Jesus loved to do that. If you look at other parts of the gospel, somebody would come to Jesus with a question, and he would just flip it and take it another direction, even tell a story. Uh, You remember the rich man that came to Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, well, sell everything you have and give the money to the poor and follow me. How about that? 
And the guy said, no thanks. <laughs> and then the other occasion when someone said to Jesus, I'll follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. In other words, we're not staying at the Hilton. And presumably, he didn't follow either. So Nicodemus starts off, and then Jesus takes it another direction. Jesus then launches into this language about, if you want to be a part of the kingdom of God, you must be born again or born anew. And Nicodemus is totally confused. How can a person be born and grow old and then enter back in the, the mom's womb? How's that possible? Well, the Greek word for uh, born again or born anew is anathan. And in the Greek language, it had two, two meanings. And so to translate it to English is a little difficult because we, we think of words as meaning just one thing. Uh, and what it meant was not only to be born again spiritually or born new, uh, it also meant to be born from above. So this new birth comes from above, from God. So born again, it's not something you do, it's something that God has done and God can do. Well, Nicodemus is terribly confused at this point. And they go back and forth in the dialogue and conversation as he tries to figure it out. And one point Jesus said, and you're a leader of the Israelites and you don't under, understand this? And then they get to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. And it's a beautiful verse because it, it talks about how God initiates salvation. God initiates and loves us completely. It's for the whole world. Did it say for God so loved the world? Say that. Say for God so loved Williamson County, is that what it said? I mean, I know Jesus asked for VBS volunteers, but did he? No. For God so loved the world. Now, the world means everybody, right? Last time I checked, everybody. No distinctions. God's grace is available for everyone, no matter what country, no matter anybody. The story about a guy that was out hiking one day, he came across a guy that was on the edge of a cliff and clearly the guy was considering jumping off the cliff and he said, uh, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Are, are you a person of faith? And he said, yes, I am. And the, the man said, well, are you a Protestant or a Catholic? And he said, Protestant, me too, me too. Are you Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian? Church Christ, Baptist, me too, me too. Northern Baptist or Southern Baptist? Northern Baptist, me too. Northern Conservative Baptist or Northern Liberal Baptist? Conservative, me too, me too. Northern Conservative Baptist, Great Lakes region or Eastern region? Why Great Lakes? Me too, wow. Northern 
Baptist, conservative, Great Lakes Council of 1879 or 1912? Why 1912? Jump, you heretic. <laughs> we, we can just get narrower and narrower and narrower until even ourselves are excluded from the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world. He talked about eternal life. Now, eternal life in John's gospel, you see it in other places, it means living in the presence of God. And eternity is already happening, by the way. That's not something that begins when you die. Uh, we're in eternity. We just happen to be in this state right now of, of eternity. And in John, eternal life was, was in the presence of God, living in, in God's grace. It's not just about what happens after we, we die. And so that was interesting for, for Nicodemus to think about that uh, and to process that. What, is that. what does that look like in a person's life to really understand that we can grow in our faith and, and that it is a process? I greet at the preschool, and I love doing that, and I've done it long enough now to notice something. I'm not the sharpest pencil in the box, Nobody say amen, please. <laughs> David, don't do it. But I noticed something the other day. Preschoolers grow like they get bigger. Looking the other day, I was like, that kid looks different. That looks like a, well, you know, from September to now, they're growing, changing, and they change quickly. And same thing happens in our spiritual lives, but it's, it's harder to see, isn't it? It's harder to see sometimes in others, and sometimes it's even harder to see in ourselves. And Nicodemus is a reminder that we grow, and it's a process. He went to Jesus by night, and then we see him again in John chapter 7. The people are in conflict. Uh, Jesus is teaching at the temple, and some of them uh, think he's a fraud, and Others are like, no, let's hear him out. And Nicodemus speaks up when they were trying to condemn Jesus. And he speaks up and says, now, wait a minute. Our law says that a person has a right to be heard and we need to do that. And then they criticize Nicodemus. So that's the second time we see Nicodemus. The, the third time we hear of Nicodemus in John's gospel, Jesus had just been crucified uh, Joseph of Arimathea, who was also in the Sanhedrin, presumably, obviously knew Nicodemus, asked Pilate if he would uh, be able to take Jesus' body from the cross for burial. And guess who showed up with Joseph of Arimathea? None other than Nicodemus in broad daylight. So the first time he sees Jesus, it's in the secret of night. Now he's so convinced he's there as they take his body from the cross for everyone to see. Uh, he had brought the materials to prepare his body for burial. And, and you can just imagine Nicodemus as he looks at the 
body of Jesus and prepares his body and, and his face looks completely different, obviously. But he still sees in that face the same love that he saw that night when he said, you can be born anew and God so loved the world. God so loved you, Nicodemus. And I can just imagine after after he got word a few days later that Jesus had been resurrected, I, I can just see it. In fact, you can hear him. You can hear him crying like a newborn at the news of the resurrection of Jesus. For in that moment, he knew that everything Jesus had said, everything he'd said that first night, was true. Even the part about being born again. It can happen to you, it can happen to me, and it certainly happens as we share this table together, the bread and the wine, the reminder of God's love for us. Let's pray. God, for the gift of your grace, we give you thanks and that we can be born anew. And for those of us today that are just spiritually tired and worn, give us something that only you can give us. And help us to believe that it does come from above and that there's hope. I pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to this week's sermon series podcast from First United Methodist Church of Round Rock, Texas. For more information, you can find us online at fumcrr.org or you can find us on social media at fumcrr. Make sure to help us out by leaving a five-star review and by sharing this with your friends and family. We hope that every day you're loving yourselves and each other well out there. We also hope to see and hear from you soon. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Sermon Series Podcast.